Welcome back to the Geeks in a Garofas podcast. And I am Ben, and I am with one of my favorite people, Raymond. Hello, Ben. Thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure to be on Geeks in a Garofas. Well, I'm always stoked to have you. Today is an episode I am particularly excited about uh, because we're talking about the transition from having a job to moving into freelance video and media production full-time. And that's not easy. And not only is it not easy to make that transition, it's not easy to continue in that field. Now, Raymond, I know you just started recently, um, but I want to hear a lot about your decisions and moving in that direction and how that's gone for you so far and what you've learned on some of these early freelance gigs. But first... We do have to talk about uh, the Garofis. We do have to deliver on the promise of the name of the podcast, um, which is what is going on in the Garofis. I am particularly excited because it's starting to cool down. Over the summer, it got pretty toasty here in the Garofis, and so there are these hours from about 3 to 5 p.m., uh, really 3 to 7, when it got too hot to work, and I just had to go work inside in the AC because, of course, it's not insulated. There's no AC in here. Um, and for some reason, in the Pacific Northwest, it gets hotter later in the day rather than earlier in the day. So in California, I remember the heat of the day would be about one and in Oregon, it's about five. And I just got used to it. I got, I built those sorts of rhythms into my day. I'd take a, I'd take a little nap in the afternoon and get back to work in the evenings or whatever, but it was a lot of fun, but I'm excited now that it's starting to cool down that uh, I can, I can turn on heaters and I can work um, during most parts of the day. On that note, how you doing, Raymond? <laughs> Uh, pretty good, though. I'm going to admit right off the bat, I'm a little envious. Uh, we experienced two different summers here on the West Coast. <laughs> um, yours sounds a little more tolerable than mine. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't envy some of the California temperatures. I know uh, Portland hit some heat waves, but they uh, the the overwhelming heat was few and far between. And I uh, would not want to be in your position. Yeah, well, I'd like to think the uh, the fact that it got so hot in Portland, everyone was uh, was talking about it because it's so out of the norm. As opposed mm-hmm. to me, if I say we're in the triple digits, everyone kind of goes, "Yeah, that's yeah." Well, yeah. I hear people aren't used to it, people aren't prepared for it, people's ACs aren't big enough to handle it. You know, things to break it down. It's a whole different experience. Um, but I've been okay. Anyway. Freelance video production. So, Raymond, tell me a little bit about um, where you started, where you were a few months ago, and then what um, what was the moment that you decided that you're going to do pursue freelance video and media production full time? You know, as as awful as the the COVID um, experience has been, I will say it did essentially give me no more reasons uh, to come up with excuses because uh, like you mentioned earlier, I've only been doing this freelancing for a while. Uh, but what got me here was uh, a mixture of being unhappy with the work that I, I was currently, you know, uh, that I had uh, and coming from a passion of just making and creating content, uh, whether it was for my own personal use um, or whether it was uh, hired out. I've been doing hired work for probably on and off 10 years. And it was always something I appreciated and always something I enjoyed, especially if I didn't have to do the editing myself. Um, But I always saw freelancing as not for me. I mean, um, if, if you don't come from a background of, you know, owning your own business or essentially just being your own boss, 
uh, it's kind of daunting and scary. Um, but it was always something that I kept in the back of my, my mind. Um, and with uh, COVID last year, uh, leaving a lot of people, including myself, you know, without a job, I kind of told myself, you know, I keep coming up with excuses why I can't, but I literally don't have anything else I can be doing if I'm going to, you know, do freelancing, this, this is kind of, unfortunately, the best opportunity to, because I, I don't have much else going on right now. There's not so much I, I can do. Uh, so I decided to pull the plug, pull the plug. I decided to take the plunge, uh, and do that. And, uh, it's been, it's been super interesting. And I have to say, I would be able to do it without the support of like my wife and family and friends, uh, because it's definitely a huge transition. Uh, it's, it's going from waking up and having your own schedule chosen for you, you know, whether it's consistent or not to it's, it's all on me, you know, how much do I want it? Am I going to reach out to people? Am I going to put myself out there? Am I going to uh, talk with my connections and my contacts or am I going to, you know, be lazy and be on the couch all day? Um, ultimately it's, it's me who decides how successful I am and that's different. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's strange. Yeah, people uh, people often underestimate how difficult it is to be your own boss. I know it sounds super appealing when you have a boss, um, but when your personal income rises and fall rises and falls on um, your ability to get out of the bed in the morning, make connections, and get stuff done, um, in a sense, that's uh, particularly challenging. And not everybody's cut out for it. But I will say, of the many people that I know who've who've pursued it, I think you're you you have the intangible skill to pick up skills on your own and learn things on your own and become an expert in something on your own. And I think that is invaluable when it comes to being a freelance, uh, be, being a professional freelancer. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's where I would say my very vague and, and broad passion for just creating um, has helped me an awful lot. If I had just stuck to, to just photography, um, I probably wouldn't have gotten uh, as far as I have, you know, or if I had just said, I only want to do, you know, video production um, and, you know, close doors to many different opportunities, I probably uh, wouldn't have had as many as I've had. Uh, so I think just being that flexible and that willing to learn, especially on my own, has, has been a huge, huge key to the success that I've had. Well, and you've done that. You learned podcasting and you were a very capable podcast producer for some time. Then you learned photography and you learned how to do photo on film and you learned videography and you became something of an expert in each of those fields. And like I said, the specific skill of becoming an expert in something is almost even more valuable than what you become an expert in. And that sort of well-roundedness, especially as we recently talked about the podcast, your, your abilities in audio where a lot of media production um, folks are lacking, um, is invaluable. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think just part of that is, is having, uh, I don't know if it's the appropriate way to describe it, just the willpower, the want, you know, uh, it's something I want to do. I, I, even on my own free time, I'm constantly pursuing, uh, just learning in general. And I think it, it meshes really well when it comes to just 
media production, whether it's learning more about uh, video. The, the, the recent thing I've been trying to figure out is shutter speed because uh, someone who started <laughs> off with, uh, uh, not shutter speed, shutter angle. There we go. That shutter mm. angle. Someone who started off in photography, shutter angle is so foreign to me, uh, but it's something I decided, like, I, I want to learn this, not only because it's fascinating, but because I know it's going to make me a better, you know, videographer and cinematographer. And same thing with audio. Like I, before, if you would have asked me, you know, a year ago, what's the difference between, you know, 24 Hertz recording and anything else? I would have been like, I don't know the numbers. Um, so I think just you know, <laughs> wanting to get better and wanting to learn more on my own has helped me uh, just, you know, define and, and, and raise the quality of my own craft as, as a really great result. Absolutely. So what does that look like for you now? Um, how often would you say are you out on projects? Do you do more um, more field work or more editing? What does that look like for you these days? Uh, definitely more field work. As far as projects go, I would say about once a week, which is for me uh, a pretty good pace, um, though I that do is a good tend pace. I do tend to fill those up and it also really, really depends on what that individual project is because, uh, because I'm doing multiple facets. Um, I, I can sort of pick and choose how I want the schedule to be, uh, because I still do photography. I can, you know, quickly fill up a month with graduation shoots or engagement shoots, mm -hmm. you know, birthday shoots. This past week I did a newborn photography the week before that I did a graduation shoot. Um, so I can easily, fill up my time with that as opposed to if I'm doing, you know, audio work for a small production or for, um, you know, the DP for a short film, chances are I'm going to be on those productions for one to three days. Um, and I can afford to make that, you know, my work for the week or my work for a couple of weeks because it's going to pay a little bit more and it's going to also need more of my attention. Uh, so again, you know, be doing multiple, not multiple things, uh, doing a wide variety of, uh, different sorts of media allows me to kind of pick and choose how I want my, uh, schedule to, or what I want my schedule to look like. For sure. What have you found to be some of the biggest challenges, um, when it comes to being a full-time freelancer, something that surprised you? Uh, when the work stopped, you know, flowing. Mm. Um, it's really easy in the heat of the moment to think, wow, you know, these next two, three months are so busy for me. Uh, you know, I should do freelancing. Okay, awesome. Now I'm doing freelancing and now I'm committed to it. Now it's what I do. And, you know, there's still so much work. And then after that, there's a lull, you know, it's all right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't have anything planned for, you know, next week. And then I don't have anything planned for the week <laughs> after that. And, and, you know, there's, there's a little bit of doubt that creeps in like, oh, did I do the right thing? And then, then, you know, what we're talking about earlier, uh, then I, I've got to pull myself up by the pants a little bit and go like, all right, now I have to reach out and now I have to, to make things happen. Or now I have to take the, the productions or the gigs that I wasn't as thrilled about, you know, um, I think I might've mentioned it earlier. If not, I was definitely feeling it. Uh, photography is something that I'm slowly trying to, I wouldn't say shy away from, I'll still take it. But if someone offers me a video, uh, a job or, or an audio gig, I would much rather do those just because that's where my passion is at the moment. Um, but if there's no work, then I'm not exactly going to, uh, turn away someone who wants to do a graduation shoot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's, 
I, <laughs> the ebbs and flows of the business, the seasonality, and the fact that sometimes you don't know what's on the docket next, that's really daunting. I know I'm really grateful to have some consistent work now, um, which really helps because I have some consistent work and then I have all these different freelance projects that vary from month to month. But I, I've been pretty public about the fact that, um, you know, we moved to Oregon last uh, fall and the last three months of the year were the best years I've ever, best months I've ever had as a freelancer. Um, and then my first three months of this year were the worst months I've had as a freelancer since I started two and a half, three years, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, including those first couple months where I only had a few gigs. And so it's, that, and it's just this crazy seasonality and having to connect with clients and referrals. And yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, that's, that's the thing that people don't often think about when they're, you know, they're thinking about going freelance or they hear someone is a, you know, a, a, a freelance worker. Uh, we have really good months and then we have not so good months, you know, it's all seasons. Mm-hmm. And you have to prepare and stuff like that. Well, any other, uh, any other advice for somebody who um, might be considering going freelance full-time or has been struggling as a full-time freelancer trying to, trying to get off the ground and get some work? Absolutely. So we could, we could easily make two or three podcasts about this particular topic, mm-hmm. but I will try to keep it as simple as possible because uh, imposter syndrome, if you've, I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes, I have. I absolutely know what you're talking about. So I, like I said, we could talk for, for ages about this, but I would say that's probably my biggest hurdle. And that was my biggest hurdle. And that's going to be my biggest hurdle is thinking, what am I doing in this business? But ultimately, you know, there's a reason why people ask me to take their pictures. There's a reason why people ask me to, to shoot their video. And there's a reason why people ask me to capture their audio. It's because they've heard it before. They've seen it before or they just want it. There's a reason why they're asking and there's a reason why they're willing to pay. So if you're in the same position and you're thinking you're in over your head and you don't, don't know what you're doing, you know, don't, don't, don't believe in that. You know, there's, there's a reason why you're pursuing it. There's a reason why you've done it. Uh, and just, you know, don't, what am I trying to say? Don't count yourself out before you even tried it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I could Absolutely. talk to, uh, ages ages on imposter syndrome, but that's that's probably my biggest hurdle. Absolutely. Well, because if you're able to show somebody your work and someone says, I'm going to pay you your rate for something mm-hmm. like this or, you know, something better, but you know that you're capable of it or they ask you to do something that you've never done before and mm-hmm. you're upfront with them, say, hey, this is my line of work. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've never done this before, but I, I can, or, you know, about yourself that you are able to do what they're asking, even if it's not a skill that you've acquired yet. All of those are reasons that you can still be the best fit for something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. as someone that they can connect with, especially if you make yourself easy to work with, which of course, Raymond, you've done a fantastic job of all the times you've been able to collaborate. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, thank you. I try to be, yeah. And you do a good job. That's, uh, that's my little advice. Just, just keep going. Don't cut yourself out. There's, there's a reason why you're doing it. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Raymond. It is always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How can our listeners connect with you? Um, if you want to follow me, all the uh, projects I post about and my adorable dog, uh, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at blue eyed Ray. That's B L U E E Y E D R A Y blue eyed Ray 
on Instagram. I love it. And that is a fantastic Instagram feed. I'm always stoked to see what you're up to. And uh, I'm excited to continue to see what you're up to. And I wish you all of the best in your continued endeavors. Thank you very much. Uh, And thank you, dear listener, for listening to the Geeks in a Garofis podcast. If you have made it all the way through, I wish I could personally hand you a brownie and or some brownie points. However, um, that's not how podcasts work. So until next time, I appreciate you and have a good rest of your day, night, or morning. Bye.